Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Welcome back to Simpin' After Dark. This is your girl, Ashley Mendoza. Um, thank you for tuning in to another episode. If you follow Simpin' on Instagram, then you already know Victoria will no longer be a part of the podcast. Um, she will be missed. But yeah, unfortunately, she just let me know a few days ago that she got a job or she had some things come up or something like that. So I wish her the best. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. You know, this podcast is all about music and specifically R&B music, um, analyzing the dynamic between relationships, love, society, culture, how they all intertwine. Um, I talk about my own experiences, which consist of, you know, things I've heard maybe friends go through, um, books, movies, all type of media, uh, specifically music, obviously. Um, Simpin is my baby, so you know I gotta keep it going. It's gonna be a different vibe for sure. Usually it's more conversational, but now I feel like I'm about to be on my monologue shit. I'm gonna be simping alone today. So I'm excited to take it in my own direction, see where it goes, to bring some guests on. I do love having um, other opinions, different perspectives, so for sure we'll still be bringing that when I can. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, specifically I'm excited today because I'm going to be talking Giveon. If you know his music, you already know this podcast is about to get real. And you know his music is perfect for this. If you don't know his music, you're about to get put the fuck on because he's just amazing. And um, maybe you have heard him, but you don't know it. Last year, Drake featured him on his song Chicago Freestyle he's the dude singing i think a lot of people maybe discovered him that way that kind of put him on the map in a bigger way obviously yeah drake is a bigger artist so that is dope when that happens because then more people are exposed to some dope ass music but also i feel like last year was uh this year is gonna be his year i feel like but last year he kind of started he put out a couple different projects he put out an album um, which he is actually nominated for a Grammy for. It is called Take Time. So he dropped that the beginning or like around the end of March, which was really fucking great. But his latest project, it was a EP. It's four songs and it's called When It's All Said and Done. So I'm going to be talking about Stuck on You. It's the last track. And, you know, it's all about that toxic shit I love to talk about and explore and dive into. Um, Which, by the way, we all know the Grammys aren't the pinnacle of 
what's the best music because they've done some dumb shit with nominations and snubbing people and all that. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but congrats to him anyway, because that's still fucking exciting. That's the Grammys. Regardless of how trash they can be or how much of a joke people think they are, um, it's still exciting for him, you know? Also, he is from Long Beach, California. So I always get excited when someone's from the general Southern California, LA area specifically. So that's exciting. And he's also young as fuck. He's 25. That's young to me. So yeah, he's super talented. His voice is sultry as fuck. It's really deep. His like, it's just very distinguishable. You know, he's on his baritone shit and it's just his vocals are just like raw. Like it just sounds like he's like right there singing to you. Like, please watch his videos on YouTube or wherever. Uh, So the EP, when it's all said and done, starts with the title track. When it's all said and done. And he's just kind of coming to terms with a relationship that's toxic and accepting it for what it is. Then we go into Still Your Best, where we kind of had an episode before me and Victoria. When we talked about, we had a guest on, actually. It was when Myron came on. I don't remember the song we did, but it was kind of like the whole thing about like... When you have, when you go through a breakup and you are trying so hard to just be like, you know what, you downgraded, like your new bitch, whack, her style, whack, her taste in music, whack, she can never do it like me, that whole fucking mood, that's what that song is, like, he literally, like, says at one point, like, come on, babe, that's a downgrade, and you know it, so... It's a good song. And then third song it's called Last Time featuring Snow Allegra. You know, that's my girl. I fucking love her. And just both their voices together. Amazing. Like, oh, my God. So that one's just basically about like he's trying to link up with his toxic back and forth ex for the last time. And he's like in a conversation with his homie. And it actually it's a perfect like a. Uh, little intro to outro between that song and um the song that I'm talking about which is stuck on you so at the end of last time with snow his uh homie's like oh what you about to do what you about to get into and he's just like oh you know I'm about to go like pull up on a friend and he's like <laughs> give me on like where where are you going are you gonna go hit up like your ex ex or and of course he tries to play it off like We all know what it's like when you're going through it with somebody and you're kind of too embarrassed to tell your friends you're still fucking with that somebody because they know what it is. It's fucking toxic. So that's what he's on at the end of that song. And he's like, he lies. (laughs) That's when you know it's kind of bad when you have to start like lying to your friends. So he's like, nah, like, mm -mm, it's not that that's that's done. So that perfectly uh, segues into Stuck on You, which is the last song. And I do got to say, I love whenever a project really makes sure that the last song is like one of the best songs, because I do kind of hate when like albums just like peak around the middle and then just like fall off at the end. I can't think of any examples right now, but this song is definitely like one of the more popular ones. There's only four. They're all really good, but this is my favorite. So let me play you guys a clip. 
for you I don't know what to tell you go back and listen harder or I don't know maybe you just have no soul some people don't like to cry I like to cry so I do this shit to myself on purpose and also I'm about to start my period so that's even extra emotions right there but yeah so the song is definitely gonna hit hard if you just got out of a relationship where you thought maybe you you were gonna marry the person or like maybe you were engaged broke it off or like, I don't know, you know, it's even if you're like in that space right now where you're coming to terms with the fact that as much as like you are trying, you just can see that it's just about to hit a dead end. Like you know that it's not going to work. And you want it to because usually when you're in that toxic fucking love that's not supposed to work out, it's like a deep ass love. Like you love hard. We've all been there, I think. Maybe some of you are fucking healthy and self-aware and all that and fucking good at sending boundaries, but most of us have been there. So we get into verse one here, literally off the bat, like I said, up in your room once again, tempted. If you're tempted, like you already know, like you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be here. He says, bad for me. It's the truth, but I can't miss this. So he knows. Don't tell my friends that I'm here to visit. Don't tell my friends that I'm here. So, mm -hmm. pre-chorus, waiting for you, even how you treat me. You're my baby, even when you leave me. I think that's like my favorite fucking lyric of the whole, the whole song. It's just beautiful. It's, well, not like beautiful, like nice. It's like tragically beautiful. Like it's fucking sad. Excuse me, I just burped. But yeah, um. You're my baby even when you leave me. I've definitely been there. I've been there where you know it has to end, but that's still your baby. Maybe you're cussing them out, but that's still your baby. Like Maybe you're not talking to them, but that's still your baby, you know? It's sad. And then this part, he says, maybe I'm the one to blame. Maybe I'm the cause of the pain. That kind of reminds me of... I feel like this conversation was with Stephanie on the podcast. I could be wrong. And if I am wrong, email me at simpinafterdark at gmail.com or DM me or whatever on Instagram at simpinafterdark all across the board. But I feel like that whole thing where you start to question if you're the problem reminds me of the whole um, thing about narcissism. I've heard um, victims of narcissistic abuse or narcissism um, usually kind of wonder if they're a narcissist. I don't know like how that works psychologically or like, you know, that's confusing. Cause like you would think like if someone's a narcissist, someone's being abused and that should be very clear. And you would think that that's a very distinctive in the moment or like in the experience or situation, but like somehow that all gets fogged up. I think when it 
comes to like a toxic situation, nothing's very clear. Nothing's black and white. It's easy to like wonder like, am I the problem? So that's the same thing here for him. So he talks about waiting for you, even how you treat me. Like, damn, like that shit fucking hits. Like, it's so sad. Like when you take a break, maybe in a relationship and it's like, you know, they don't treat you good, but you fucking miss them anyway. Like, even like, even though, you know, like once you meet up, they're probably not going to treat you well, but you miss them anyway. Like, that's so fucking sad, man. Like, please find help all my people in toxic situations. But meanwhile, we have this song by Gibeon. It's good. Listen to it. You'll cry. Cry it out. Then he says, you're my baby even when you leave me again. Maybe I'm the problem and the one that's causing all of this. And maybe he is. And I think that's also something worth exploring or like looking into is that it takes two, which is not to victim blame if like you're in something that's like extremely abusive or like actually physically abusive but like if it's just both of you going through it and you know you could do better in certain situations then you can't really put the blame all on one person and like that is hard because nobody wants to be the problem but that's also what's really cool about this song is that he kind of like realizes as toxic as it is and as much as you fucking hurt me and as much as I realize this like I can also come to terms with the fact that I'm not fucking perfect like at times I'm probably the fucking toxic asshole so we get into the chorus he says I can't say I love you no more because my friends gonna judge me for sure and like I think we all go through that too we're like Especially if you're, like, telling your friends, like, all the business, all your business. Um, which is why people say you shouldn't tell your friends all your business or, like, your family especially. Because, like, if you can't, like, if you forgive your man, maybe they can't. Or, like, your person, whoever your partner is. Um, then maybe you shouldn't tell them these things because they're not going to forgive him. But then I do also wonder, like, if you can't forgive him, should your friends and family forgive him? Like, maybe, like, they really did fuck up like that. Maybe you shouldn't. Like, maybe y'all don't need to be together, you know? And at the end of the day, if you got good friends, they're going to realize. But that's why I think people need to be more, like, like, think more about this shit. Like, put yourself in other people's shoes. Like, people need empathy. And I think that's, like, going back to the whole thing where he's questioning if he's the problem. It's because it's he's empathetic, truly. And that's why, like, even if he is a little bit toxic at the end of the day, if the person on the other side is like the narcissist, they probably aren't thinking they're the problem at all. And that's where the real fucking like chaos comes from, is that like the one person that's being abused and mostly isn't at fault, they're sitting there realizing like their fault. But the other person is not. They're just like, I did nothing wrong. Like, why do you keep telling me I'm doing this, that, this? So that's where like it all stems. So that's something to think about for you guys. So then he's talking about, um, yeah, basically, because my friends gonna judge me for sure. Took me some time, but I realized you do me wrong, but it feels right. Damn, toxic. 
A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at squeezed.com. Feels like I'm stuck on you. And that line right there too, which is part of the title, stuck on you is like that really is what it can feel like when you're in that toxic situation that you just like can't get out of which like we'll come to understand that's basically the entire heart of the song is that he's in this and he's saying all these things and like realizing how fucked up it is like he fucking knows like he's not dumb he's obviously very introspective but I think he knows, like, he's not going anywhere. And that's why he's up in her room right now, even though he knows. Verse two, trust me, I do understand this is bad for me. I'm a fool, but I can't end it. Far from love, but I'm stuck. Damn. Staying while you kiss me, saying that you miss me. Hate it when you tempt me. Yep. That's the thing. When you're in, like, some toxic shit, excuse the background. You already know I'm here in downtown L.A., Wild 7 Studios, shout out to Wild 7 Studios for always hosting Sippin' After Dark. Um, but yeah, back to this. <laughs> it's, it's fucked up. Because when you know you can't end it, all you can do is just keep waiting till you get to the point where you're not going to have a choice. So as toxic as it is, it's going to get worse because that's honestly the only time you can walk away from something like that. It's like once it's reached a point where like you absolutely have no choice. Maybe it's like no longer like something you can hide from your friends or family or I don't know. Like it's just like you reach a point where like you snap or like you really fucking just can't do it anymore. Like your patience is just like it's up to here and you're like, I can't, I can't. So it's really sad. Definitely. So then that's kind of just when you realize, like, I don't think he's leaving this relationship. You know, I think a lot of people that are stuck in this shit aren't going to leave. And then like, especially if you watch the music video, which you guys should check it out. It's so fucking good. Um, like the ugh, everything is beautiful, like him and the girl together beautiful but it's so fucking sad it's just it just gives you like a fly on the wall perspective of just like being there when a relationship is crumbling it's like a part where like they're in the car and she just like gets out walks away like by the beach so it's like really pretty but also just like really fucking sad because it's like damn this is such a nice day and you see that so many times with couples where they just can't get their shit together. Everything has to be an argument, like the pettiest shit, and it like literally ruins the whole day or the whole weekend or whatever it may be. But the music video just does a good job of showing things like that and then also just like moments of complete like isolation 
you just feel really lonely when you're in a relationship like that and it just it shows just how they would be better off if they would just break up and if he would just start his healing but at the end of the day i feel like he is trying like i feel like he's just trying to get to like a space where he can really reflect and for now for him it's up in his girl's bedroom still fucking with her still dealing with that messy stuff but we all know that's not it's not easy so just don't judge your friends or whatever and but that's not to like enable it either I actually have some little things I found on Instagram and Twitter okay so first of all from Twitter I want to talk about um at noon n-o-o-n-y-0-g I don't know what that means said of course you miss me I wasn't the problem with like the crying face and like at first it's like okay yeah yeah I agree like of course you miss me but like that's not really true I don't really agree with this actually I think that's kind of a toxic mentality and like what enables like a lot of these situations where people can't leave each other or like one person thinks that oh I wasn't the problem you were the problem no because you could still miss someone and acknowledge that they're not good for you or like they like if you miss someone that doesn't mean that they weren't bad for you so I'm sorry um noon yog however you say that so you know since I'm a kind of I wouldn't say romanticizing all this toxic shit, but crying about it. You know, I get my feelings on here. It's something after dark, of course. We have a little cute little text graphic on Instagram by psych underscore today, which I love a lot of this stuff. I imagine it's not even a real psychologist running this shit like Stephanie. Go get them. It says how to make up after an argument. So this is a kind of really cool little tips if you're in some toxic shit honestly I don't know I think we've asked this me and Victoria on like one of our first episodes we're like I wonder if a toxic relationship can like you know make it or like progress to like a point where it's healthy and I think our consensus was like probably not but you know I don't know therapy it's gonna require a lot of fucking energy and educating each other we'll let this little uh, siren go by all right so the first one says take time to cool off if you talk too soon you're likely to trigger each other again I I can agree with that I can agree with that Although I can also kind of say like I would probably get annoyed if like my person was like not trying to talk to me like in the middle of an argument that might be toxic of me. I don't know. So then don't pretend it didn't happen. That one I 100% agree with because that's like my biggest pet peeve. And for some reason I feel like men and I'm sure some women too. I'm sure you know I'm sure it's equal but this is just based on my experience you know. I date men. So I feel like (laughs) Men love to apologize by just, like, letting time pass by. That's not an apology. Like, just because you forgot what the problem was doesn't mean I did. 
even if I did forget it, the feelings are still there and I'm harboring them. So until you fucking come forward with an apology, like I can't move on. That's just me. That's just me. Next one. Don't keep punishing the person. Okay. That's hard coming from me because I can hold grudges, you know, but I do realize the importance in this. You shouldn't like if you're going to like get through something, you got to let it go. Just let it go. So I'm I'm talking to myself here for that one. Then we got apologize. It's not saying the other person wins, but acknowledge hurting their feelings. That's a big one because I think a lot of people are so scared to apologize because they think it's going to put some sort of like full blame on them. And you know, you know what's so weird? I feel like part of this, I don't know if it makes any sense. I think it does, but I don't know like how relevant it is. You know, like when, if you get a car accident, you're not supposed to like say like, oh my God, like, sorry. Cause then it puts blame on you. Maybe we've all been like subconsciously brainwashed to think that that applies to all other reasons, which I think is a problem for like a lot of people. I think a lot of people like read things on social media and they take it like fucking 50 steps too far. You know what I'm talking about? Like those people that read some things that are like, come on, you don't owe anybody anything. Like just do like what's right for you. And it's like, you owe some people some things. Like let's not be dense about it, you know? So back to this, we got go back and seek a solution to the problem that started the argument, of course. And I think that ties in with the whole like, don't pretend it didn't happen thing. Pretty self-explanatory. Like, even if somebody does apologize and you realize what the problem was, like if you're just like, all right, cool, we can drop it down. No, because how are you going to make sure it doesn't happen again? You need a plan moving forward. I think that's I think that's one of the biggest things in like how you do get stuck in toxic situations with people is that you don't like when you have arguments or disagreements, you don't make a plan on how we're going to avoid this um whole thing again in the future it's more just like about like oh let's fuck and make up and we'll be happy for right now and yeah you will for right now but that's not healthy that's not gonna fucking solve no solutions in the future and then the last one try to learn something from the argument about communication or the underlying cause so i think that's just emphasis on communication and learn something definitely because if you're not <clears throat> if you're not gonna like learn anything from the situation then it's like what was the point of it I think at the end of the day you need to be able to like take a problem that happens and like not like let it have happened like for no fucking reason like if you were gonna like if you went all through that bullshit and like it happened for nothing like there is no takeaway then there is no growth. Like my biggest thing is like, I feel like maybe the reason I think a toxic relationship could, you know, turn it around and make it emphasis on maybe, and I'm talking about some, like a small percentage and like, it's hard. I get that. Trust me. I'm not trying to enable this. Um, I think we're all adults here and you should be able to gauge whether or not like it's past the point of return And if you are, like, in immediate danger, like, please don't think it's going to get better and try to stay and turn it around. I'm talking to people where they 
love each other, but they are just really lacking in the communication department. So that would just take them being like, hey, I don't want to be in this state of mind anymore or this environment like emotionally. And the shit is draining my soul. So let's find a way to fix that and go forward. But I think that takes two people like really willing to. And it's hard if it's two really stubborn people. But I think it just takes learning and realizing that there is an opportunity for growth in the chaos. And that goes for like any type of situation. So just take that and apply it to your relationships, like friendship relationships, like familial relationships work relationships whatever it is it's like as long as you can like learn from it then it wasn't all for granted because if it was all for granted it's bound to happen again and nobody's gonna feel better so yeah okay so lastly i want to go over it's almost valentine's day so um i did a poll i asked you guys if you have asked anyone to be your valentine yet or if anyone has asked you yet and I was actually super surprised. I feel like I thought like more people celebrate, but I guess that ugh, celebrating it doesn't really have a correlation with asking because a lot of the people that responded know that they have not been asked or that they haven't asked where people in like relationships, I had people like DMing me talking about their man hasn't asked them yet, blah, blah, blah. So I just want this to be a PSA. For all the men that haven't asked their women, because you still got time, you need to ask them to be your valentine. You can't just assume. Like, obviously, you're going to hang out, but, like, these little details matter. It's cute. Women still want to be pursued and, like, asked to be something. They're waiting for you. Of course, they're not going to go be someone else's valentine if you don't ask, but it's just fucking cute. It's, like, little details. Like, stop, like, making your partner feel like they're not a prize you know like go out there ask them all I got to say about that all right so I hope you all have sex this weekend and that it's sensual and um, consensual obviously and uh, romantic all that and nasty I hope somebody makes you dinner gets you some flowers or something um, and if you don't have a valentine, treat yourself, spoil yourself, do something. At the end of the day, it's just a holiday. Um, so yeah, don't even worry about it. Or just listen to some Simpin' After Dark. Um, thank you guys for sticking to the end. If you did, I'm excited to be doing this. And um, also make sure to watch it. Malcolm and Marie, that movie because I've been seeing some shit about it and it sounds like fucking crazy like some toxic shit so you know I'm gonna want to talk about it next time um yeah once again shout out to Wild 7 Studios and my girls at Nightshade Collective um follow me on Instagram Simpin After Dark Twitter TikTok everything is the same across the board so you know where I'm at see you next time bye Thank you.